you can explain why you want to be kept anonymous like yes I understand but I want you to explain because um and then at the end I'll just ask if there's anything like you know share your Facebook page your Instagram page you know whatever other things you have you want to share yeah yeah you ready yeah okay um all right so welcome um very very special guest and you want to be anonymous. So tell us as much about yourself as you'd like before we get into our actual discussion, which is going to be a very heated one today. Um, I'm excited to learn from you and so share. Okay, I'm 42 years old, Brazilian, living in Germany with a German father, a Brazilian mother, um, I am, let's say, an anarchist since I was 16, and I never knew I was a feminist with, until some years ago where I got some radical feminist material, because as an anarchist, I thought we solve the problems like this, and then the situation will automatically get better for women, and I change this opinion. And in Brazil, as I li lived in Brazil, I was quite busy taking care of my life, so I couldn't be very active. But I reached a point where I live in peace and I have of course difficulties but I reached that point where I can use my time I don't like to party so much anymore so I got the time and energy to speak with women and uh, share information because I feel very isolated in when you uh, really care for the environment and for politics and don't like porn and of course the gender topic so some years ago I found a page in the internet it was called the Pussy Church the, of modern witchcraft and it was like what I was searching. A page would talk about women's spirituality. They had made a church in the USA even. And it meanwhile it doesn't exist anymore. It was very, very hard for them because they were being harassed all the time. So they decided to focus on other things in real life and I was doing the content for the page because as I said I reached a point where I have time and energy to talk to women so I just volunteered and started creating the, the content, the images and when they gave up I asked them please don't delete the page I'm going to keep doing this material and 
that's what I'm doing to escape the isolation that I feel as especially because I am an anarchist, as I said, I like politics, I don't like porn, I don't like party anymore. And there is a special part of the spirituality because then for the left wing oriented people, I'm just like a little bit nuts, but I'm also <laughs> but I'm also like since my childhood I've since I was 12, I lost a cousin when I was 12, and I was raised Catholic, and suddenly the answers was not, were not the right ones for me. So I started also to study every religion I could, and every book I could grab my, in my hands, and visit every religion I could, and get information when I came to Germany, I was in a witch coven and where I'm not welcomed anymore uh, because partially my views on gender and uh, that's it. That's what I can say about me and why I'm doing what I'm doing and why I'm talking to you anonymously. But it also has a reason. I'm also very shy with cameras. I am also a little bit vain. So if I use a wear a mask, I don't have to worry. Okay, am I looking all right or not? Yeah, Fair. I can't. Okay, I'm a radical feminist, but I cannot. Uh, I was. I am like. <laughs> that's another reason, and because then you can focus on other stuff. And. There is also no competition, no comments. There is also uh, less room to be attacked in if I'm going to be attacked. I actually, um, so I had two trans, a man to woman and a woman to man on my podcast at one point. And the trans woman who was born as a boy who transitioned into being a woman, she got the sex change. She did everything. She's she, you know, she's got a vagina. She's woman now, essentially. And she reached, I, I posted the video. She reached out maybe a couple hours after I posted it. And she said, listen, I'm getting a lot of comments. I'm getting a lot of, um, hate mail. I'm, I need you to take it down. I really need you to. And I, I said, yeah, I will. Like, can I ask why? Like what, what's happening? And she basically said that, a lot of people in the transgender community reached out to her saying that they don't think that it's good for her to share her story because it was a very successful transition. And there's so many transitions that are not successful that it's not good to advertise a successful transition. So then I said, okay, well, I want to dig a little deeper and I want to find someone who has a, has detransitioned and has not had success. And you know, talk to them and whether it's man, woman, whatever. And it's been impossible to find someone who wants to talk about their detransition. And I think that this is such a hot topic right now for like, I try, I talked about, or I try to talk about my husband. My husband's like, I don't want to talk about it. It doesn't like you we're talking it into an existence. And I'm like, no, this is a real thing. And this is a real problem. It's happening because we have a daughter. I'm a woman. Like, there's women and there's a lot of issues. It's not just 
one of, you know, kids are being harmed with they're allowed, you know, they're going through puberty or whatever, and they're confused with life. So they say, okay, I'm going to be a boy. And then their whole life is fucked, basically. Like, that's just one of the problems. There are so many other problems when it comes to um, the correctional facilities and men just saying, oh, I'm a woman now, even if they have harassment, rape, you know, crazy charges on them against women. And now they're in a correctional facility with women. Like, yeah, they might be prisoners or imprisoned for whatever charge, but that doesn't mean that they should be subjected to men who have hurt women or, you know, done crazy things. So it's been an interesting thing because what you're saying, I think is so true with their, it's so easy right now, especially with COVID and everything to feel like alone, like to just feel by yourself as a woman, which is, I don't know if you, um, saw this in one of my episodes, but that's why I even started this podcast because I had a baby and I was in quarantine and I was like, what do I, like, there were no mommy and me groups. There were no nothing. I couldn't, my mom isn't like, she's far away. My mother-in-law is far away. We, my husband and I are both transplants to New York city. So we don't have, we have friends, but we don't have family. Like I don't have a nanny. I don't have anyone to ask questions or Nothing. So it's a very interesting thing that you're saying because it's very, very accurate. And I think that women in general um, are very competitive with one another. So it makes it really tough to try to weed out that crap of women just being nice to each other, let alone men coming in and being women and making it that much worse. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's complicated, you know, because I never had a problem with, at my time, we would say transsexuals, <laughs> and or or even the LGBT community. That at my time of uh, fifteen, sixteen. Even younger, you would call LGBS like you were in, in Portuguese, of course. And the S would be for the sympathizer, mm. a sympathetic, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I would be then, this S, and I would have no idea that uh, the situation would come to this point where I think that... Um, Transsexuals are being um, exploited to a whole new narrative. They are not being really represented. The transgender phenomenon is not really, I don't, don't see it like the same thing. You know, many people are being prepared before they are going to the therapist to tell the story like, hey, you say like this and that because they don't the narrative from transsexuals, they, they really have this body dysphoria mm -hmm. and um, it seems very artificial to me. Sorry, um, there is a study that was censored and the name that um, was called is rapid onset gender dysphoria. It's, so, it's such a phenomenon that has been observed in schools. Uh, when teenager girls, for example, when one of them in a peer group 
becomes transgender, then you have this overload of love and the interest, and then suddenly one after another are also identifying as transgender. And you also have uh, the phenomena in on the internet, and it's uh, it's complicated and. I, I really thought it I never thought that this would come to the point where this whole suffering that people tell it is would come to the law instead of protecting the people from the suffering they are motivating it yeah so I think it's very unfair when we are called turfs and we would hate people. And for, at first, I have to say, say that radical feminism is also a very um, expensive set of ideas. And not all women who say they are radical feminists are really purists. Hold on. I want to talk up a couple things on that. So I want you to explain the radical feminism because I, I don't know if I know what that is. And I don't know if any, like many Americans do, or maybe they do. I don't know. I could be in my own little sect. And then also um, what you were saying about with kids and stuff, what's so interesting. I actually just saw this video. I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but there's a, a mom recording and it's somewhere in America. I could tell she has like a Southern accent. She's recording her little boy and she says, how old are you? And he says seven. And she says, that's not your age. How old are you? And he says seven. And she goes, no, you're not, you're four. And he has like makeup on and he had, you know, he's, he's all done up like a girl and he's only four. And so she says, you know, how old are you? And he says seven and it's, he's lying, obviously. And then she says, are you a boy or girl? And he says, I'm a girl. And she like, it's this little clip of like 30 seconds. And it's like, she's creating her own narrative of you're not, you're, you're lying about your age, but he's not going to lie about his gender. Cause he says, I'm a girl. And it's like, just because like, he doesn't even know his age. You think he knows what sexy is? Like. That's, that's completely normal actually. Yeah. I just don't understand how, like, if anything, this boy's going to grow up and be pissed at his mom for releasing this video of him that she probably put the makeup on. Like she's doing it for, for likes and views and clicks. It's like, you it's a sick, it's sick because, thing. Because I, I have to um, t uh, tell you about it. It has been observed and talked about that uh, a kind of the Munchausen by proxy analogy symptom of, I don't know, it's, it's even a famous series and case from Ruby Rose. It was an American girl where the mother, um, it, it's, it's a really a series right now, and uh, it was released maybe one year ago or two, where the mother raises her, giving her medication to her to become very, very ill, and she shows her off. She has a special condition at first where she doesn't develop very much or was very... Um, small, so she would pass for a child very long, and then mother 
gave her very many medications and she believed she was ill until the time where she find a, a boyfriend online and she killed her mother to escape and then people found out or maybe a little bit before this i don't remember exactly that uh, the mother was lying to her all her life she never had been has been ill and many people make analogies to this uh, to this Munchausen by proxy to the transgender parents that are pushing their children who are very young at age to be transgender so then the parents have the attention they need. Basically, that's what's happening. It's, it's disgusting. That's why you have because if you I'm sorry, I'm going to go back in time because I'm going to go back to reality. As I was 15, 16 years old, talking to gay friends, many of them would talk to me. Of course, I said I was a girl when I was a child. And I, of course, I played with Barbies. And even one of them who was a grown up, uh, who, uh, yeah, grown up, you were 15 now, you were teenagers, but we're still friends. And he said at the time, it's okay, I'll beep it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, how do I go back to this? No, just keep keep going. I'll cut it out. I'll beep it. So, so your uh, friend says to you. Yeah, so he, my friend says to, said to me uh, at the time, he was not a grow-up. He was 15 like me. And he said, girl, if only <laughs> I had a pussy. And he would keep talking like this. Of course, he desired that because his life would have been so much easier because he suffered so much with his parents. The mother was, uh, with the time, he became very, she became very accepted. But with the father, it took a long time, and he himself, he went in a, in a spiral and first uh, used drugs and was very promiscuous, and now it's all set up with time, you know, but it made him suffer a lot, so I think many parents and as it was said at the time, and many parents still do say, especially in Brazil, they prefer a dead child as a gay child. You know, they prefer, it's very, it's, it's terrible. Really? That's what they say? They really say it. I never you know? heard that. They re because Brazil is uh, very religious and very hypocrite. Well, just see, it sounds like the problem isn't the kid, it's the parent. It's like when you're trying to teach your dog. It's not the dog that's a problem, it's the owner. Yeah, but as we said, there were, or I said, there were transsexuals. And when you have the same situation, you can, it's like in populism or propaganda, you have a, 
half truth or you take something that real really exists and you build it up something on the top of it mm -hmm. and that's why it's really hard when you to debunk it because when you try to debunk it you have this and this and this and you have the as you you talked before um, about the woman that uh, sometimes are also spitting some vitriol and uh, they they participate also in this so i feel like there's a whole bunch of different things but i want to because now with social media and i think i see it on both sides of the left and the right or the pro and against or however you want to differentiate and classify it's an interesting thing with keeping your identity concealed and i understand i totally get it explain why you feel like because the other side of it is like this woman with a little boy, she wants to be famous. I'm guessing, right? Like she wants to be famous by making her little boy say he's a girl. Yeah, she doesn't even have has to be famous. She has just to reach followers enough and you know, you are internet famous, but you have then your little bubble. I feel this myself. I don't I I do not involve anything, that's why I don't have merch with money because it makes my life very much easier. You know, um, I don't build hopes on it because I know I'm harassed. I know maybe just one email can take it all down, you know, but. Um, so that's why you want to stay anonymous. Not only I am. Uh, shy and I never wanted to um, show my face and be recognized that even I know I know it's it's not megalomania and uh, we have I have such a small reach but I I don't know I also don't um, like the energy of it of, of people then uh, posting selfies or I, I love to see the women doing it but I, like you do, you know, like really showing that you can be strong and uh, a mother and that's very inspirational. But for myself, um, I'm also a little bit vain and I wouldn't just appear without makeup and everything. So I prefer it like this okay. because... I also have, have been, if it's necessary, someday that um, I show my face. If I lose this um, shyness, maybe. But uh, at first, I, I prefer prefer like, like this. It's in what you said is so interesting because I think that there's this thing with women like women that are women at birth that for their life when they dress or they project themselves a certain way if they get themselves done up if they wear makeup and heels and all the stuff it's really looked at as like well why are you and maybe it's because i'm in new york i don't think so i think it's everywhere with women well why are you doing that who are you trying to impress or kind of looked at as like well she's a slut 
where when trans women, men who become women, they get done up and they wear the heels and they do all the stuff. It's like, oh, well, you go, girl. Like, it's looked up. Do you know what I'm talking about? They really mm-hmm. do it. And it's like, how does that even make sense? Like, I don't know. That's, I It's confusing. Misogyny. That's misogyny. That it's so rooted that it doesn't matter how you call it. The women, and when I say women, I say the born women because there are no other kind of women. Trans women for me are trans women, you know? Yeah. I prefer out of respect, not for everybody, but for the people who really, really have dysphoria and pain and not for the the activists they are trying to gaslit people. Uh really for an for respect and also as a kind of strategy that I don't get uh, kind of any kind of sue or process for, for it. So I say trans women are trans women are male and I respect I will treat them in the society as like anybody else, men or women or trans women or trans men, I will show respect for everybody. But in the laws, I think the it must be a little different. Well, I, I, will think respect, I will show respect and I just want the liberty to know the truth. Well, that's why it's kind of confusing and I did talk about it with that the woman the trans woman that I had on my episode a while back of like because she could pass as a woman like you could look at her and be like but you like I if I were to see her I would think she was a woman I wouldn't even question I wouldn't even second guess it I I missed the the conclusion or the the link that why you have this is, is misogyny because also, unconsciously, even the people who are into this gender theory bubble, unconsciously, they know who, is, who are the women or who are not, and they uh, demand it. And when the trans women pass, they are also demanded femininity. Well, so that's where I'm going with this is it's so confusing because if you want to be a woman, if you're a man and you want to be a woman, fine, fine, whatever. But why do you have to stay like state and make it so known that you were a man? Like, can't you just go about it quietly so no one knows? Like, why does it have to be all these different separations and dividers of like if you got your penis cut off and you have a vagina and you got implants and you're now, you know, feel better about your body dysmorphia or whatever. And you consider yourself a woman. Okay, fine. Because, because we are being prepared, you know, this is a cultural revolution where people are being prepared to believe that men can be women, women can be men, that peace 
is war and that freedom is slavery, you know? It's so confusing. It's, it's of course, it's the goal of it. And uh, there is many corporations behind it because it's, it's an immense industry. And this confusion, this gaslighting of gaslighting, gaslighting, <laughs> sorry, I'm, yeah. not, you know, I'm Brazilian. <laughs> I'm going to make some mistakes. Uh, we are we are really being prepared. Uh, there's so much money involved. We have to accept it. And though the, I don't know if you read 1984 from George George Orwell. Orwell yeah. You know, it's double think. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You have to be prepared to believe that. Since you say you are a woman, you are a woman, you are not a, you are non-binary. So I think like that also what's so confusing about it is it's only certain things that, that they allow. So there was this guy, Ali, you know, Ali, that was, I think he's British or something. And then he decided that he wants to be Korean. So he did all the sex, like, yes, 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 yes. but that's not London, okay. Ali London, yeah, that one. Why, why, why isn't it okay to decide you want to be a different race? Why can you decide you want to be a different gender, but not a different ethnicity? Yeah, that's, um, there are some guys already that, um, or at least one, I know from one suit where the guy just want, I think it was in Holland, where the guy just said, I identify as 27. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just giving a number here. I'm 65, but I identify as 27. Why can't I? Yeah, why not? And uh, it's really just absurd. As, as I said before, I do support people and I know people suffer a lot. And I am sorry that I have to, or I feel a calling to talk about it uh, the way I do, but it's to call, call attention for it, but you know, it's it's a kind of absurd situation. You you respect it, you understand it, but it's kind of absurd. I'm not, I do not agree how it's being handled, and I must be free to say it. Correct. Because I do not hate anybody. I really, I dare you show where is the hate. There is no hate. I just and simply, I disagree. And I have reasons for that. Just listen to me. Because I don't agree that these things now, that gender, that is a feeling, a feeling that changes, a, a, a thing, an idea that separates humans from nature that's what makes me upset me very much we need to get back to nature to save the planet and how are we going to do this if we take out ourselves from the animal kingdom when we are kind of females of every other species are females but we are something else what are we this is really a transhumanistic agenda that's been going on and I simply do not believe in it, but I do not hate. I feel like and that's... I wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. 
maybe maybe I don't have experience in um, talking to someone like this, and I'm kind of nervous. I don't know if I'm making sense, but um, I promise to uh, practice. <laughs> yeah. No, but I do think that. So a lot of the women that I've had on, woman, it's very much like we're not. We don't hate anyone. It's not. Oh well, you shouldn't do that. But you're bad. You're. It's not. It's you're impeding on me and my daughter and the woman. You're impeding on us. Like as a woman, we've had to fight for so many rights that we now have, and it's like, and now we're just like we're birth bearers. We're milk machines. We're not women, and it's like that's crazy to even have that an idea. So it's almost like because we're speaking up and we're not just saying, okay, okay, then that means that we hate. And that's not the case. Like we're allowed to have our own opinion and still respect you, not you, but in general, these people. And okay, you have your opinion, you, you know, whatever it is. But the real, for me, the real question is, how do you, how do we as women, I don't know if it's band together, or how do we get these things fixed? Like, how do we, you know, do we sign a petition? Is there, like, what is it that we can actually do to make it so we don't get completely fucked over? That's my, I think, the underlying thought process of what can we do to make sure that this doesn't happen? Okay, first I want to say why is also something that is so hard to change and why it, um, like abortion is so problematic in many, in many places, because it is very practical to erase male violence. As you are seeing, rapists are being sent, pedophiles are sending, are being sent to female jails. The statistics are being warped by that, because in many places, the statistics, then it's a female crime. So, after Me Too, how interesting is this? After Me Too, where we exposed male violence, we have this backlash where we are erasing male, male violence and increasing the statistic of female criminality. So first, this is the reason why, and also because it's a thing of much money involved. Plus, this is this point where it erased male violence it's very difficult to change. So what can we do to make it happen? Well, I don't know the answer because, but I have something to, to say, what's my opinion? I don't know if it's right, but for what I've heard, it's talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, and resist, you know, when everybody's making around what's your pronouns what's your pronoun you say i'm sorry i don't feel comfortable about it uh, i don't understand i don't want you know have courage and talk about it yeah like me you can say ah, it's easy to talk about it when you are wearing a mask no because i'm wearing a mask here for something uh, on the internet but i am a person i talk with people in real life i am isolated as i said for this um, 
very for what moves me for saying for telling about my feelings for speaking about um, why I don't like porn and rape culture and what is feminist that's what lets me but for meeting someone and uh, for small talk uh, of course uh, I meet people and I also talk about it and so we have to talk about it I'll write the politics I'm an anarchist I am against the system as it is but what can we do now since we live in a system like is the system be ethic parents you go to the school of your kids you look what's on the program here I don't know the how can I call it what's what's the like the curriculum here yeah what's the curriculum mm -hmm. a curriculum uh, here why are you teaching this I do not agree with this then you you can write for companies and say for example um, that when they use inclusive lang language where they avoid to name women because I'm not against inclusive language uh, you know I, I am about I'm against erasing the word women that we don't have a word that describes ourselves as a class a sex class but if you you know then if they are re-raising the, the word women you write the, uh, you, uh, you write them an email you, you talk to the people and maybe do a page in the internet and you know we have to talk about it talk about it and, and have courage and even if you like me don't want to show your face you can uh, talk to the people around you and uh, get real information that's also very important to mention today because we i said about a radical feminism that was very also becoming a kind of a spectrum not because it is really like this it's, it has is a very definite uh, theory and set of ideas and political ideas from from the second wave feminism um, around the 70s but when I said it's very now bright because you cannot control anything anymore you know and there are people that are saying they're radical feminists and and spreading some ideas that have nothing to do with it I myself talk about spirituality and for many radical feminists that's done some maybe for them um, not exactly though historically um, I like uh, it is also came from this time with Susanna Budapest and um, Mary Daly and it, but many people will say whatever so you have to inform yourself and get information from the right sources if you are a radical feminist if you are uh, transgender identified you stop have to stop have being afraid of looking at third sides because you are uh, isolating yourself in a bubble you have to look really for books not only for internet or for youtube uh, how qualified uh, sorry how qualified are people in youtube so that's what you can do you buy books you support the people who are doing this i don't do it for any money because as i said i it's for me uh simpler but but there are people that uh, 
really need this help. So there are many things you can do. I hope I didn't forget anything very important. It's what you're saying is so true. And it's, it's so accurate. Like just stand up, have courage, say what you got to say, state your opinion. But what I'm realizing, and I started to mention a little bit ago is with this, it seems like it's really hard for people to just stand up and say, unless they obviously they want to do it as a keyboard warrior, warrior or whatever side. So for example, I reached out to a friend, a girl who I used to train with, and she's like, a, she's a great athlete and she knows she's a strong girl, like amazing, amazing, amazing. And I said, Hey, if you know any woman who are willing, who, you know, or you, if you want to come on and talk about the transgender situation and you know, how it affects women and how it's something that we as women need to talk about. And, you know, I'd love if you could connect me with someone that, you know, or if you want to talk about it, I'd love to have you on. And she was like, listen, I have a, and she does, she has a huge brand and she's like, I just can't, I can't deal with the PR backlash of that. And it's, I said, yeah, I understand. I, I understand that. And I think that anyone who has a business or anyone who is like, you know, trying to work or progress in life, they just feel afraid or they feel like they can't, they're not able to stand up and say what they got to say, which is why, you know, I obviously understand why you want to, you want to wear your mask and you want to have your own privacy so you can have a life outside of this, I guess, essentially. So it's an interesting thing because we talk about it. Like I talk about it with my girlfriends. I talk about it, you know, with my grandma, with my mom, like with people around me, but it just seems like it's not enough to, unless we do it publicly, but and then publicly, that's when no one wants to do it. Does that yes, make sense? I, yes, of course. I admire and I think every one of the women who really show their faces and talk about it, of course, uh, Jennifer Bilek and... Kelly J.S. or Posey Parker and all the women from the Women Human Rights Campaign. We have some ideas that uh, are not exactly the same, but I admire them. They are doing such a great work. They have such courage. They are from the Women Liberations. From the, there are so many women. Um, I cannot even mention all of them, yeah. and I'm very thankful but if you remember when you asked me to talk about it i told you hey they are going to tell you you're talking to a third maybe you are going to be harassed so i understand this girl this woman yeah. this woman you talk about and i understand every one of them but you can also it's important that we show your we show our faces or not i mean does it matter I think not everybody is ready or has uh, the structure. For example, I, as I said, I am Brazilian and I live in Germany. I have family here from, from my father, but uh, I was raised there and th my support is really there. So I, there is also a, a question of livelihood, you know. Yeah. You know, that's, she has I a, get it. A great brand. Maybe she does the social media on her own, and she cannot. She's 
just don't have the capacity. So I understand and I'm thankful for, for everyone that, that shows it, but you can also talk, for example, you don't have to do it in public, for example, you have um, your social media, social, uh, social media account, mm -hmm. whatever it is. You don't have to be public for that. You can uh, talk to your friends and then you have just for your friends and defend women's rights and explain at least in this small uh, group of people that mm -hmm. you, you don't have to go and, and publish things uh, publicly and maybe for your employer or if you are searching for a job that is accessible to everyone you know you can also post moderate things but when you write to your politician you can do it all anonymously you know i, I suggest you do not right when you write to politicians but you can also explain why you are doing today is not uh, you don't want to show your name or don't want to have your name revealed but we got to talk about it to talk about it and we got to do it and as i said um i think before we started to to film it i, I don't know I never had ambition to show my face or be known, not even in a small circle. I, I don't like having a YouTube channel. I just don't, don't feel well with it. So you can do it all the ways, yeah. but you have to, you have to talk about it and you do, you know, that's it. You're right. The other thing I was going to ask you about is to explain. So there's a bunch of things going on. One, I want you to explain these terms because they're still kind of foreign to me. And I don't understand why we can say, because this is a, it's between you and I, it's not, we're not shaming anyone. We're not saying we don't like you. It's not that like we accept you be who you want to be, but don't put it on us. Like it shouldn't affect me it shouldn't affect my daughter it shouldn't affect my sister like it shouldn't affect the woman around us do you enjoy yourself have a good life kind of thing so there's these terms that are derogatory or however you want to say them the turf and the smurf and the whatever they are and then so those and then the other thing is to explain the feminism or the different levels of it the radical feminism this feminism because i don't i never saw myself as a feminist like it's okay for my husband to open the door for me. It's okay for the guy to open the, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that there's so many different levels of it that it makes it a little like, what, like, I guess confusing maybe. Okay, a moment, uh, a moment I'm just writing what I have to talk about because I noticed that I, sometimes I lose myself. So <laughs> I'm writing branches and <laughs> uh, the problem I would say is we do not hate, but there are people that really do hate. Right, and that's and the problem. As, and, yeah, and as I said, there uh, with transactivism that, that not everybody thinks the same, or not that uh, all transactivism may be. Um, 
finding a trans identified people it's like the radical feminism you know you have uh, an online kind of you know, jungle mm-hmm. and you can say whatever you say and say you are whatever you say you are and you are kind of representing something that you are not you know so this is why i think it's very hard when you say we do not hate but there are people that hate there are people that uh, kill uh, homophobia and transphobia in countries like brazil are really something it's not like we are talking here not yet i think it's even irresponsible because when you talk about transphobia transphobia saying a woman only women have services it's transphobia don't be stupid in brazil people are killed because they are gay really they because they are seen kiss each other on the streets they may be murdered when um, trans women are unfortunately they are often prostituted in brazil where on the streets then the boys and playboys and stupid guys they come and they throw eggs on them you know or they really beat them and rob them that's transphobia yeah it's horrible so people have to have have to respect and just just do not use this word in vain you know if you are going to it's also erasing real transphobia and real violence and men violence because they are not they are not we women that are doing this and we are also not also motivating people to do any kind of violence i do not support any kind of violence but that's where i wanted to talk well it seems like yes, when people have nothing else to say they have no other comeback they just say oh well you're a phobe you're a transphobe you're this you're that instead of actually responding to the actual question or the problem or whatever it is exactly everybody is being put in the same uh spot let's say like this because they are really transphobic it's also a kind of populism and a kind of strategy because then when this all confusion happens and that's why also we are so hard to come through because again it erases the real problem the real root of the violence and it creates confusion so uh, that's a real problem because it's also kind of it's a strategy you know it's very very hard because it's as i said before you, you have something you put a little truth and you build a narrative and it's so hard to debunk so then when you say ah they are feminists they are haters it's hard to debunk because when you google it it's a corporate thing i said when you google it you just have things saying oh the terms are this and this and this and that and, and it's really not the truth even turf is a is a, a name that we do not like we do not accept because we are not transgender exclusionary you know we do not believe in uh, transgender theory we think that what we call gender are actually stereotypes and we want to abolish these stereotypes actually 
It's so interesting. So, but when when people say, ah, trans exclusionary, and you Google in the internet, and you look on Wikipedia, and Wikipedia, and you see, ah, because they are bad, they do this, and they do that, how can you? And you are, we are just a grassroots movement. We are not powerful people on this side, except for, for J.K. Rowling, they are not really powerful. As you said before, the people do not show their faces, though they agree with it, and they maybe make donations, because when radical feminist crowdfundings are pretty successful, when they are allowed to stay online, because right. even crowdfundings are just taken down. So it's complicated when people don't have as access to real information. And now the women are, I have to, to mention this, now women are owning the world because of, we are so unfairly named, we are this and we are dirt, turf and surf and whatever you name it, or like just like slut or bitch, it, you can explain it. Um, people are acting like they, your opponents, like they're like they are in a cult, so no argument is going to, to remove this stigma, it's it's really complicated, and uh, also like with, as I said, with radical feminism, there are because you asked, there are another branches of feminism, and that what we say we call it liberal feminism is, is like it's a, a kind of word. For, for the third wave feminism where it became started um, like a backlash to radical feminism where then you have these ideas of gender that is only a social construct that you are whatever you say you are because there is a performance and that porn is actually liberating and prostitution is liberating and when you have in the mainstream this narrative of feminism, a, fe a, a narrative where they say feminism is equality of both sexes, what the radical feminists say, this is not feminist. This is not what feminism is. We want liberation. We don't want equality in a world where men are behaving bad. We just want to be free. We want to have the same rights, and we are going to fix this shit. You know? Right. So. But because there are other feminists, and there is the marketing feminists, the feminists that the media talks about it, it's hard to overcome and, and that people really understand what is feminism, that you are not a, a hater, that you are not exclusive, this or this, it's just a set of ideas. It's, uh, it's complicated to convince people to get the information through and feminism as i said is a set of ideas so i can tell you that i personally uh, also like i'm also a heterosexual woman so um i also like when it doesn't need to be etiquette as you would say in german like uh, where the guy always opened the doors or but i like uh, what we would call gentlemen, right? I do not bother because um, it's also maybe a sign of um, how he was brought and maybe 
how to show how he cares though he know he doesn't know it's not well because not everybody knows about feminism you know so you can be yourself you can be a feminist and say for me many women disagree with this and many lesbian women <laughs> the feminists will you know it's but for me and i'm and i can say i'm a feminist too there is no problem in that as long as you just don't maybe start demanding it and maybe make a kind of uh, a sexual thing then when we are raising the women uh, the girls we can also tell them hey you can also open the door for your for your yeah. friend or husband or women also open the door and they are also kind and maybe with with friendships you know we just can maybe just don't do it like a, see it like a gentleman thing gentleman thing i see it more like maybe a kind of attention thing a kind of uh, delicacy of care it's just being polite i feel like it's just exactly polite being a nice person for my friends because i also have a set of expectations that uh, i have from my friends and they also have to maybe you also they also have to behave this or you expect they behave this yeah. or like this and when they do then maybe it's not the right front friendship because um that's how you have also your the right to set boundaries and expectations as long as it's um i would say it's not forced yeah so but many 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 women maybe would disagree on that i don't really know much about it but i see it like this i, I never read something about it in, in this sense so it's a nice question and then the other thing i wanted to get your take on is about your spirituality for the last little bit and then we'll wrap up mm -hmm. so as i said in, in introducing myself um i lost a cousin when i was 12 and it set me in a spiritual journey and i researched and researched and researched and did and this and that and everywhere you can think where i could of course i, I didn't have access to access to everywhere but everywhere i could go to african religions to Hare Krishna to you know uh, spiritism and of course raised a Catholic I I made the first communion and because you do it at nine in Brazil and I was really um, a Christian but I I did could not agree with the answer of the of Bible and um, the other text as a child or what I heard as a child so I started searching for it and um with time it's like you start doing because um you don't really believe it but you want to see it and somewhere in this if you are lucky somewhere in this path your faith develops with uh, let's say the kind of the feedback 
And when I was in great distress, and I always had a very nice mythical experience, always in dreams and everything, also already as a Wiccan, as a witch, then I, as I prayed to a god or different gods, I would have a feedback as I prayed to the goddess. And I started to believe and, and research more about goddess and deep. Then I really, 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 really had a feedback. And this is something that came even before the feminism. And when I was researching about uh, feminism, I saw that there are many in radical feminism who see this connection, uh, who make this connection of uh, the state of nature and also research the history of the goddess and this, the beginning of the patriarchy and they connect that the situation we are in is because we are becoming more and more apart from goddess and that misogyny is deep rooted in a hate for nature and i think we should go back to nature go back to um, searching for real answers so like why why science insists in ignoring um, the invisible you know i think they don't do it uh, there's a lot of science that we don't uh, are informed about it but uh, i think it's really something logical if you start researching it about so for example how the indian culture have preserved what we would could call uh, quantum physics and the, in the vedas so th there is much in spirituality that i think it's it's not it's very logical because for me it's very important that it's it's logical and as I said, I found this group of women, I, I thought this is essential for me to talk about. And that was something that the world really needs, this come back to spirituality. Because imagine if we start to research about it and with, the, with so many taboos and if we understand that there is a life after this life how are we going to change our, our behavior if we really understand that you are living this life you have limited time it can it can be over tomorrow but you are going to be responsible for the things you did here and you are going to pay for the things you did here it's a change of paradigm you you change your personality you change your actions, you change your a way of seeing the earth, the women, the animals. You start maybe questioning why, why I'm watching this porn, this is so dehumanizing. Why am I enjoying 
women being spanked and suffering. It, it can really, spirituality, it's something that can change society. And it doesn't have to be with a leader today. It doesn't have to be with a, with a religion. Do it like me. You know, you do, if you are interested, you research and you research and you research and you do it for yourself. And just try it out. Meditate. Don't even be to be religious, but meditate. Um, just understand maybe that we are connected. You don't even have to be to believe in religion. Maybe just understand that we are all connected and that your actions are going. If you don't want to be to the spiritual work, that that is going to be um, consequences for for what you do, for your environment, for your friendships for the planet i think it's it's something very important to to make people remember this of this possibility because when you talk about it people are going to say already because of culture is being repressed say that you are not rational that you are kind of crazy and people laugh about it, but it has nothing to do with crazy. Um, if you find out what with meditation, what is what people are able to achieve with meditation alone, you know, there's so much thing, so many things that we don't understand that um, should really be brought back because it has the pot potential to change the way how we think and um, for women themselves because there is also an aspect that I, I cannot uh, forget the, the part of the history even if you are not religious if you know as a woman that you are not that you are also an image of goddess because in the Abrahamic religions and many others the man is the image of God. But we have to get back the knowledge, and this is history, that we women were also, actually, we were the first goddesses. Well, I think that with that, it's so tough. I mean, it makes sense. It's all, it's logical when you talk about it. But with the history stuff, it's such a weird time because like I know in New York and the US, they, you know, they're taking down pieces of history and they are basically trying to erase it. So it's like, it would, you would think that people who, when they want to shut other people up, they want to censor them. They would realize that if they're being, if they want to censor other people, eventually they'll be censored. So it's like, instead of censoring, just let everyone say what they have to say. And they're erasing history, so it makes it really difficult to do that but or to learn. Part of things, so if you can go back to another question and something from the things you can do. You can, for example, I, I had a Kindle. I have a Kindle. I read a lot and I was buying things for my Kindle. But with time, I am seeing books being really banned, like in Canada, you know? So I started buying the books and we have the responsibility to keep keeping this knowledge you know because to give people hope we can make an analogy to um, native american religion and uh, even maybe to 
the tantric Buddhism that when China invaded Tibet, that the Dalai Lama and other and other monks, the tantric Buddhists, they have to flee and keep their knowledge somewhere else. But they come back. So what I want to say is, we we keep this knowledge about women in spirituality. We don't lose the hope because uh, the laws are. Uh, being like the way it is and it is really a, a fight like David and Goliath you know the women against the machine but we gotta have have hope as I said like in China or Native American uh, culture when we were invaded it was kind of 60 million Native Americans that uh, died after uh, America, the many Amer the three Americas mm -hmm. were colonized and invaded, and still the na the Native Americans they couldn't do the rituals until the seventies. Right. They were forbidden, but it's growing back. Yeah, it the is. Knowledge was kept safe, and it's coming back. So it's give hope, have hope talk about it we can make it we can change it knowledge but is power it time, but yes but it can take time but we can do it because there are cultures that they always apart from culture they're almost erased but they are so important i agree they are so truth you cannot erase the truth so for many for many centuries, you know, we believed that uh, the sun would turn around the earth. We believed we were the center, and that was the official, that was the mainstream, and it changed. People like Galileo and Giordano Bruno for another ideas. Um, they were tortured and they suffered it's like historical this is not a new phenomenon where you try to erase past you know mm -hmm. that it's been happening and happening and happening but people are keeping their culture and that's what you gotta do and things change and with the internet is something that there are many critics now about facebook and everything but we have to preserve every piece of freedom we have because the internet connects us and uh, make us able to change his ideas and organize mm -hmm. and make pressure the politicians you know we reach the point where if they do not censor us we are going to pressure 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 and the things will start to change not only online because we talk online but we act in our real life that's the important thing just talking and talking and talking online and don't do the real thing it's not working we have to do the real thing but organize it yeah well and i think that this is so hopeful because you know talking to you talking to other women and you're not i'm in new york and you're not so it's it's reassuring and it's hopeful to know that we are in, in it together and there are other people out there and you know you're not just by yourself That's really that's that's really nice. That's why you have to protect that. I see a tendency of people thinking, ah, because Facebook and they they don't act enough like 
actually agree. But at the other, if you see it at the other side, who is going to, def to define what's hate and what is not? If saying a woman doesn't have a penis is hate, then it's an abuse of power. Yeah. So we have to, to also defend not, not only Facebook, other spaces, and but, but things can, can really change. I, I prefer to... I prefer, no, I know, I know it's like this, you know, it's, it's just historical, but it, it's a tough time. It's a tough time that I have to make you go back and, oh, snip, I, I, please cut this side where I, I just said my name without thinking about it. And it just can not flow naturally. And even that I have to hide my face because if the things were not so complicated maybe i will come i, I would be able to mm -hmm. show my face and, and not be so shy and uh it, it's it has to change because it's very difficult and very complicated to people about something that means a lot because it's not something that i'm going to let it go right you know well, i think it's too important you this is too important to let it go you post though very um like you post statistics you post real numbers raw data like you you show things on your page i'm not on your facebook page but i will have you say what that is so you know people can find you but on your instagram page you post things that are it's real and it's good to see because you know if you're a woman or a man and you're in touch with the reality and you want to see like it's reassuring to know that there are other people out there that think of you you know think like-minded or similarly because there's so much um woke stuff happening on social media and you know it just overpopulates and it's it gets to the point where it's it goes back to what you're saying like you feel like you're just alone like by your by yourself with your thoughts thinking am i crazy is this is this really what's happening in the world exactly it's a therapy for me uh, I, I've been diagnosed with um, many different um, psychological, uh, let's say I'm, I'm a borderline and I also have anxiety and with the borderline sometimes you are also depressed and um, as a young adult um, I tried suicide, you know, so it's, it's a very, I had a very tough life and I feel isolated and I see the world with like everybody somehow so like me, you know, it's hard to find someone who is, if they really look, if they will not, um, some kind of, of depression or hopelessness or maybe chronic pain or whatever so you you search for people who feel like this and you talk about it and you say what's the problem and you talk what you see is a kind of therapy for me i do it not also for meeting this woman and give a place for women to feel sane again i do it also that i have to, to put this energy out because 
I feel so much. I am angry for what's happening, but will I do any kind of violence? No, of course not. I use my creativity. I meditate. It's, uh, I do means then and then I write tests. Yeah. It's to keep me sane and I get the feedback that I keep other women. I do not keep them, but I give them a little bit of sanity. And where can you be found? Uh, as long as they <laughs> I'm uh, always here and there, sometimes blocked. It's the Volva Temple of Witchcraft on Facebook on, and the same Volva Temple in Instagram. And I even have uh, a domain just in case uh, I get blocked. And I also have a spinster that is, uh, that's uh, it's a kind of Twitter, but it's from women for women. Oh, I've it's never heard of not, it. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's still growing because uh, it's hard to, to find funds so they can really develop uh, and software and everything you have to use it with your browser but i i hear there are some new social media appearing so if i get blocked um you will find me somewhere else maybe i will just done uh, give myself a break but i hope to to keep online because though i'm very harassed and uh, i if if i slip you know, you get blocked, but I hope I can at least keep talking to people. And now we have this video and um, though I was very, it was confused. This is my, this is the first time I do it. So I, I couldn't really make sense. I think maybe it was not very, I did not say the smartest things ever, but we now have, <laughs> We now have this video and uh, the message is out there. I think that Amen. it's... Um, it's... If God disappoints you, search for goddess. <laughs> and if men disappoint you, maybe try with another woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that this is the point is, is that we're talking about it and we're spreading awareness and knowledge and asking questions. And that's really all we can do right now. So that's what we're doing. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Think for yourself. <laughs> I have to tell you. something that we should be taught in school. I don't know if you are as an athlete, if you also meditate. Um, or my, I think my meditation is my workout. I work out and that's my meditation. Actually, you can meditate walking. You can meditate uh, working out. So if you are just done in a mind space where it's also a kind of meditation when you do not think about anything, just yeah. letting your mind flow, it's also a kind of meditation. So, but you also then understand how your uh, psychic strength uh, is important. So your discipline. So meditation also helps helps with being disciplined and. Uh, it's, it's uh, to concentrate, to think, to release a little bit from this ex excessive information. We are also in our telephones. Yeah. And information, 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 information. So it's really 
something important I, I want to before we, we wrap it up I want to say this this kind of thing really because I don't want people to think it's all about transgender transgender this is not this started really as a kind of self-defense as a kind of uh, where I can release my energy and meet women I am alone and I speak about this topic because I am defending myself I am defending myself in the future there are laws there are plenty and there are laws in Brazil for example I have a friend that is really investigated by the police because she said investigated by the police and in Brazil the laws make transphobia um, what what I say this would not be transphobia but what she said is she said online basically that lesbians don't like penis and um, she's been really investigated for transphobia in a land where people are really murdered for what I call transphobia but she's being investigated and maybe be two years in prison for that because it's the crime of racism you cannot uh, you cannot uh, pay bail you know you just terrible go to jail two years for that and this is not hate and I am speaking I'm sorry that I had to wear a mask because for me it's already a challenge that for me it's a big step even with the mask doing this interview because I am really shy and I did not want it but as a kind of prevention already uh, also I am speaking up I am letting this registered for you know for history I know it's just yeah, but who knows, you know, it, it, it goes back to what you're saying. We have to talk about it. We have to bring things to light and openly discuss because if we're not, then who's going to? Exactly. I'm showing, hey, I am not what you are saying. This is not the reasons that I'm doing what I'm doing. I do not hate anybody. I despise any kind of violence. How many times I cried watching videos from girls and boys who transition because we are making double mastectomies in girls that are 15. Horrible. 16. My God, <laughs> you cannot smoke, you cannot have sex because this would be rape. You cannot make a tattoo, and you are really. And in some countries, the doctors who say, Hey, wait a little, maybe you are not transgender. They maybe pay fines for it. You know? Yeah, the doctors are getting hor if they, they're not allowed to ask, and it's like yeah. a doctor's yeah, a scientist. Really. A scientist's number one question or number yeah. one job is to ask questions. Yeah, we are failing a whole generation, and I just am doing my duty because it's so important. Since I was sixteen, I said I, I am an anarchist, a religious per a religious person, um, even before that, and for me, it's really. Hey, we have to care for, for each other. We, how can we see what's happening when we are quiet? Yeah. Well, no, I think that it's it's kind of that simple. I mean, with social media, it makes it really tough because some people are doing things for attention and, you know, sponsors or whatever, attention. It's all attention, clicks. But it's like exactly what you said, you know, where 
we're responsible for each other to some extent and we should care about each other. So how do we care about each other if we're not allowed to ask questions to each other? Exactly. We, uh, it is our responsibility. We have to talk about it. We have to act. And because the, you know, the world, the planet is not, is not going to be safe. The politicians are not going to, oh, now have the, all the solutions and they are going to enlighten us and impose the right solutions. No, it's not like this. We have to demand, we have to participate. I think the best would be we, we do a huge telegram group and we are going to rule the world like this. We decide together what we are going to do democratically. Uh, because, you know, that you, that today in the West, you are being censored like this and then they dare to talk about China and in Russia or what have you, when we are living this here and we are being, and I'm being really blocked to do something more important because I have to say, people, you are not your avatar. We, if there is a reality to change the world, you have to have to face reality, you know, to take the root of the problem because Otherwise, it's not happening. And and I see also a momentum where there is this, these movements are growing and growing. And at least in Germany, Pride is for Future is and, and is you see Greta and and I didn't I had not much hope. I thought it was really kind of uh, too capitalistic still. But they are they are getting angry, you know. We are getting angry because things have to change. It's nice when uh, people start reacting and you do not have to start it in perfectly, but start and you will learn and you will make mistakes, but do something. No violence, never. Violence is not needed. But do, I agree. I think that that's a perfect way to wrap this up is by saying, do something. You know, stand up, have your voice heard in a nonviolent way. You know, be courageous and do it. That's very nice. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. For having a lot of experience for being the first. My absolute pleasure. And, uh, um, I also like to thank everyone that uh, hit the like and support me. And thank you very much. I really, really love you all. I pray for you. I meditate. I do it every day. I, you think that my main thing is the online shit? It is not. I do meditate. I do kundalini. I do shakti work. I do light work for you, for all of us, without exception. Actually, for all of us in every plane. I'm really a crazy woman, and I believe in living a multiverse. And I pray for every these beings, but especially for the women, the, the ones that are suffering very much. I thank you. And please pray for each other. Search for goddess. Call goddess. Look for the big feedback. Buy books. Research about it. Women's history. Please. Uh, let's be the change. Definitely.